Welcome, foolish mortals, to another episode of the Hitchhiking Host Show. I am your host, your ghost host, <laughs> West Troop, and I am back with another episode of the Hitchhiking Host Show. Haven't been on in a little while since Disney's been shut down, but I'm going to start a new series that doesn't really involve the trending topics or anything. Uh, a series I'm going to call See It or Skip It. And, you know, a lot of, I, I was thinking about doing this for a while. A lot of my friends or coworkers or whoever uh, that are going to Walt Disney World for the first time come up to me and say, Wes, what should I make sure that I see when I'm at a Disney park going there for the first time? Or, or what, you know, isn't that great that I can skip? So I sort of wanted to do a show like this just showing my opinion of what I think are must-see attractions and what I think are very skippable ones. Uh, now remember, this is my opinion. I may say skip an attraction that you adore. It's nothing personal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and vice versa. So, um, yeah. So I thought I would start off, off, of course, at the Magic Kingdom and start over in Adventureland. So these are my picks of what you should see or skip in Adventureland. All right, so first off, I'm going to start off with the Swiss Family Treehouse. And my verdict for this is skip it. Uh, I've only done this attraction twice, once in 2012, and then finally decided to give it another go last year. Prepare to see a walkthrough sometime on the channel, by the way. And while walking up the steps of the attraction, I thought, why did I do this again? <laughs> I never saw the Swiss Family Robinson film, so fans of the movie might get more out of it than I do. Sure, I feel like it could be updated, but how much more could you really do with it? Going through the treehouse, you go up and down a bunch of steps, seeing the different rooms in the treehouse, and look around at the family's objects. While it might be fun for some young kids, for me it just feels like a waste of energy and time. So as far as I'm concerned, the Swiss Family Treehouse is a skip it. Heading over to the Jungle Cruise. I say the verdict is, see it. The Jungle Cruise is an iconic Disney Parks attraction. If you're a first-timer, you may not get what's going on and the fact that it's supposed to be bad. The animatronic animals still look great to me and gives us some classic scenes along the way. Whether it be the rhino giving the hunters the point in the end or the gorillas destroying the skipper's camp, there's a lot of funny scenes you go by that are fun for all ages. For a lot of newcomers, the skipper can easily make or break the ride forever. After so many years of riding, when you have a fantastic skipper, uh, it really can be one of the best experiences in the park. Of course, I know all of the regular jokes and can even finish the lines before the skippers, but once in a great while, a new joke will slip in there and really make me laugh. I will say that the attraction is better to see during the day because at night some of the animatronics and scenes can be hard to see at times. Also, during the holidays, the ride becomes the Jingle Cruise where it's dressed up with a holiday theming, which is pretty fun. The lines can get pretty long at times, usually averaging about 45 minutes, so I'd suggest using a fast pass sometime during 
during your vacation for the Jungle Cruise. So, Jungle Cruise, I say see it. Heading over to the Enchanted Tiki Room. The verdict for this one, another see it. Because it's a favorite of Walt Disney himself. And really the beginning of Disney animatronics. The Enchanted Tiki Room is an attraction for first timers. You'll either love the bizarreness of it all. Or think to yourself, what the heck did I just see? <laughs> the inside is filled with birds above you. Including the four fine feathered hosts who are terrific and lead the musical serenade, which also features singing flowers and chanting tikis. I love all of the catchy and fun music, and the theme will certainly get stuck in your head. While I admittedly hated the under-new management version back in the late 90s and 2000s, I'm very glad it returned to its original, entertaining version, and always enjoy seeing it two or three times a vacation. This is... An attraction that I would chain myself to. Ladies and gentlemen, the Enchanted Tiki Room, of course, in my book, is a see-it. Now, we're going to talk about something that's very popular over in Adventureland. And it's a food item. Two food items. Dole Whips and Citrus Swirls. And I say, the verdict is, see it, or in the words of Weird Al Yankovic, eat it. Uh, two of the most talked about desserts at Walt Disney World, and surprisingly, I only discovered them back in 2012. The Dole Whip is a pineapple-flavored soft serve, while the Citrus Swirl, of course, is an orange-flavored soft serve. I usually get the floats of these as well, which are really good. While the Dole Whips are getting easier to find outside of Disney, I've seen them in the past year at the Ohio State Fair and even a local ice cream shop. It just feels special eating it in Adventureland. The Citrus Swirl is actually starting to edge out the Dole Whip as my favorite snack right now, but that could always change in my next trip. Both of them are must-tries on your next vacation. Dole Whips and Citrus Swirls, see it. Now, moving on to another attraction, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. And the verdict for those is skip it. I've been on the carpets a couple of times over the years and felt like I could be doing something better when I'm on that. It's the same type of spoke and wheel attraction as Dumbo and Astro Orbiter, both of which I think are better versions of the attraction that can be found just a few lands over. More than the others, it just feels like something you could see at any theme park or a local carnival and feels like it's lacking in the creativity department. Even worse, its location, plop down in the middle of Adventureland, is awful and creates crowds that really don't need to be there in the first place. The theming looks out of place as well and doesn't blend in with its surroundings. Also, there's really not that much to see when you are up in the air on the ride. I will say that the spitting camel outside of the ride still somehow surprises me when I'm walking around and can be fun. While younger kids might enjoy it, if the carpets flew away tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset. So, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, I say skip it. And finally, one of the most beloved things in Adventureland. Ladies and gentlemen, Pirates of the Caribbean, an easy see it for me. Hands down, one of the best attractions ever made, and one of my all-time favorites 
Pirates of the Caribbean is a must-do attraction for anyone, any age, going to the parks. Even the queue is exciting as the music and sights build up the anticipation. While still waiting in line 25 years after the first time I went on it, I still get excited. There's so many brilliant scenes throughout, such as the dog holding the keys in his mouth and the prisoners trying to call him over, the huge pirate ship battle, and of course the pirates singing the iconic theme song, Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. The Disneyland version is better overall, and about twice the length as the Magic Kingdom's version, which is more like a greatest hits, but... Uh, and while it's certainly changed over the years in the, with the additions of Jack Sparrow and Barbosa from the movies and changing the auction scene with Red, some good ideas in some park guests' eyes and some not, I still think this ride is a masterpiece. So definitely a see-it uh, for Pirates of the Caribbean. All right, so those are my do's and don'ts, my opinion, of course, of Adventureland. Uh, join me next time where we're going to be talking about Frontierland and what you should see and probably not see over in that land. But until then, don't forget to subscribe right here on YouTube, youtube.com slash show. Follow the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash show. Follow over on Twitter. At Hitcho Show, and a ghost will follow you back. And of course, if you're listening to the show, or you want to listen to the show, do so over on Podbean, hitchoshow.podbean.com, or you can download the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, under search under West Troop, or the Hitchhiking Host Show. Until next time, don't forget to... For the next episode, see ya.